0: Hi hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Living on Blockchain. Today we are speaking to Avinash. Avinash is the founder of TaxNodes. He was uh, earlier the CFO and then the CEO of ZepPay as well, one of India's oldest exchanges. Um, it is very exciting what he's doing at TaxNodes. It is uh, helping users in making their tax worries a thing of the past. Uh, very insightful, insightful conversation and a really good book recommendations as well, which we are going to be linking up in the description. So do check it out. Do sign up on TaxNodes, and uh, we would love to know how your experience was with TaxNodes, so that you know you can help other uh, fellow crypto traders as well. So let's deep dive right in.
1: Uh, great uh, Tarusha, how are you doing?
0: I'm uh, doing wonderfully well. Thank you so much for asking. Thank you for making time to speak to our uh, listeners and you know tell us a little about your journey. Uh, but for our listeners, first of all, let's let's get started with an intro. How you know how did you get into Web three uh, what are you building currently?
1: Yeah, so first of all, i uh, uh, really glad to be here. Thanks for this opportunity.
0: Uh, about
1: myself, uh, so I'm basically an accountant. I mean, I'm I'm a chartered accountant qualified like in 1998. So, been mostly into finance field throughout my career. Uh, hardcore account finance taxation. How I started in Web3, Yobli crypto space. So I started in uh, around 2017, mid of 2017, when I joined Web3 as a CFO. And uh, frankly speaking, I didn't know anything about Bitcoin or Web3 or crypto at that point of time. I had some vague, I mean, I had heard the term Bitcoin and that's about it. That's what my knowledge about Bitcoin actually. Okay. And, (laughs) uh, and uh, I was initially very reluctant to obviously join uh, Zeppe, uh, but Hmm. uh, spent lots of time with the founders uh, at that point of time, Uh, finally decided that, okay, uh, let's take a plunge. Let's, uh, let's see what it is basically. Uh, But uh, once I started, I mean, uh, there was no going back, uh, so to say, and we'll cover that maybe in detail a little bit later. Uh, But yeah, Hmm. so that's how my journey started. uh, uh, into crypto.
0: Okay. So, you know, you you mentioned that you, know, you were not, you were initially a little skeptical, right, uh, about getting into Web3. So, can you yeah. share a little about what made you skeptical and then what made you, uh, you know, turn a leaf, basically, and yeah, become yeah, a believer?
1: Yeah. Yes. So, actually, usual questions, I mean, anyone even today, if we, like, if, when I talk to people who are, like, really new in crypto and the same questions I had, like, It is not backed by anything, what it is, it's like just for speculation. Uh, So all those kind of stuff, okay. Uh, And obviously, there is no regulatory clarity uh, from the government. Uh, So all those questions Hmm. I had, uh, obviously, I didn't know about the underlying technology. I didn't know how Bitcoin works, basically. Uh, So all those questions. And... uh, in fact, I spent a significant amount of time with uh, with our tech founder, ZP tech founder Mahina, at that point of time. And hmm. um, I'm not like totally convinced, but uh, I, I realized there is something beyond kind of just speculation here, uh, kind of uh, at that point of time. And that's why I decided to join. Uh, and I think when you really start understanding Bitcoin, I mean, then there is no going back. I mean, you really no. start challenging all the fundamental beliefs which you held for entire of your for whole of your life. Okay, I'm a finance guy, mm-hmm. so uh, understanding money, understanding uh, uh, how the economic system works. I mean, I used to think that I know uh, relatively well, uh, so to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I realized that uh, what we are taught in the school uh, or it's not really. I mean, that doesn't prepare you to it's like an eye opener, uh, so to say, that right. how really yeah. things work, basically
0: right, you know i I do think that. For a lot of us, uh, when working in Web three currently, when you know initially we got into the Web three space, it's it was a quite an eye opening affair. And then I call it like uh, the Web three rabbit hole. That you know, once you go down that yeah. rabbit hole, it's really hard to come back because you know there is no way that you wouldn't be convinced. Because actually, uh, the way the financial system works right now, it has a lot of loopholes.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. I mean, there is no way that if you spend like enough hours studying about web3 crypto bitcoin there's no way you can yeah. you will not be convinced basically.
0: absolutely so uh, you know what you are uh, working on currently i i know what you're doing but uh, yeah for our listeners uh can you tell us a little about tax nodes and uh you know how it can benefit the yeah. end user
1: yeah so I'll, I'll tell you the first i mean what are the what is the concept i mean how i thought about it basically uh, hmm. uh i'm obviously Zeppe. I started as a CFO became CEO over a period of time. Okay. So, right. uh, so I had a fairly good understanding in terms of uh, obviously crypto as a, as a business guy, as a use case and crypto as a finance guy. Okay. And, uh, then, uh, uh, government across the world are coming up with regulations around crypto. They are at, at different stages, okay, and they are also mm-hmm. uh, coming up with tax laws, okay, which goes in a way hand to ha- hand on hand, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. So what I realized was that uh, if the crypto uh, ecosystem or a Web three ecosystem needs to move to the le- next level, then at some level we uh, it has to work with the government okay it has to convince a large number of people and for that to happen mm. uh, regulation and tax compliance is going to play a very very important role okay uh, and uh, mm. so the so overall theme is that how do we ensure that uh, uh, this space which is uh, in my opinion is like maybe one or two out of 10 in terms of uh, uh, let's say being ready for compliance and regulation uh how do we if you want to become a financial institution kind of uh uh industry then we have to move to let's say 789 okay uh, so that was a thought process and there are not many people who are thinking around this area of web3 okay uh, right. people are obviously rightly uh focused on building businesses which has to be done but someone needs to think about uh Uh, this aspect also in terms of regulation taxation. Uh, So that was the entire tax process and obviously Indian government uh, clarified on uh, taxation uh, on crypto which is obviously much higher than or much stringent than what we were expecting earlier but uh, it is whatever it it is right now. So my new startup basically is uh, helping individuals to comply with the tax law uh, of the land. Uh, to pay their taxes and uh, it is complicated uh, uh, to calculate uh, tax laws are also slightly complicated so what we are building is an automated kind of uh, engine where uh, a normal guy can basically sync their transactions across exchanges across uh, uh, let's say uh, decentralized platforms or uh, NFTs. Basically, wherever they are doing uh, transactions in Web three, they can bring or sync all those transactions on our platform and get a consolidated view. Of what is their how much made money they made, how much loss they made, and what is the taxation which is due to the government as for the uh, current loss.
0: Basically, so that's what uh, we have built. Okay so currently uh so this is like very interesting so currently is a user able to go on tax notes and sign up uh and set this up uh on their own or is there some intervention you know from your end as well like if the user signs up how, how does it work how are you talking to all of these exchanges uh basically do yeah, you have APIs yeah.
1: so it's a mix of things uh first of all user can go on their own and do it obviously we have guides and all okay. that there okay uh and in terms of uh Integration with exchanges, obviously some of the exchanges have open APIs, Uh, we integrate the APIs and customer can then directly sync their uh, wallet and uh, transactions there. Okay, similarly on the blockchain, you can basically give your wallet address and we can sync the data from there. Uh, uh, In some cases where exchanges don't have public APIs uh, open. Okay, in that case, they Hmm. can download the Excel and we have our system is that it can ingest uh, the same format, so to say. Uh, So, all the methods are available, uh, whichever is applicable to different source of data, basically. Uh, Plus, I mean, obviously, we handhold the customers also, because again, this is also, even this is slightly complicated to an average user. Uh, So we handhold through the entire process. Okay.
0: So, and what about like decentralized exchanges? So, you know, you mentioned that uh, user can put in their wallet address and then you can map it, uh, yeah. map the data yeah. or the transactions yeah. associated with it. Is that the way that it'll work for a uh, Texas is that
1: it is? Is that the way with?
0: That it works with decentralized exchanges as well. So if somebody is not yes. using a centralized exchange? Yes,
1: yes. yes. So uh, it works with same similar manner in a decentralized exchanges. Okay, so we have uh, right now around, I think, 200 uh, exchanges, oblique decentralized exchanges, oblique uh, blockchains, which are same. So uh, the idea is that since we are doing only Indian customers as of now, uh, at least currently, so it covers maybe 95% or more uh, where Indians invest, basically, and we continuously keep on obviously adding uh, different sources there.
0: All right, okay, that's awesome. So this is uh, something like what uh Coinex is doing as well. Uh, like would that be a fair comparison to make?
1: Yes, yes, that's right. That's right. It's a fair comparison.
0: All right, awesome. Okay, awesome. So that that is like this is a huge problem point I think for a lot of users because as you said it's really complicated. That's why the complicated and aggregating this data is uh, very tedious. So you know you're making it easier uh for the end user to stay on the right side of the law and uh, still, you know, indulge in crypto.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is another actually point, which is, uh, which is uh, rather like peculiar in a sense that uh, Hmm. uh, uh, till like last year, I mean, uh, before, let's say first April 2022. Okay. Hmm. uh, Large number of major or majority of the crypto investors, in my opinion, had convinced themselves that there is no taxation on crypto. Okay. And uh, they are right. like wrongly convinced themselves, basically, because it's a very big misnomer that the crypto taxation starts started from first April two thousand twenty two. So, uh, so I mean, if you have made any gains in crypto even before first April two thousand twenty two, you are supposed you are or were supposed to calculate your taxation and uh, and uh, basically pay your taxes. Okay. Uh, right. What the yeah. new laws have done is that they have like bring have brought focus on this area that there are lots of non-compliances whether knowingly or unknowingly happening in this area uh, basically so so education also yes. becomes like a very very important part that uh, that like any other income crypto income is also taxable and uh, you could be compliant with the law
0: absolutely i think education plays a big part in uh, web3 and total i think every aspect of uh, web3 and crypto comes with its own learning curve and education that needs to be there because the end user is like a- any like any of us not just end users i think we are all like learning as- on the go yeah yes,
1: yes, so much right. happening. Hmm. yeah
0: so <clears throat> that kind of uh so first uh what, what is like your business model like so uh do you do you charge on uh, on on the compilation or the data aggregation like or are you charging exchanges
1: no so we are not charging exchanges we are charging directly from the customer and uh, okay. uh, and obviously we are charging based on like a number of transactions so if you have like a some number of transactions it's free then based on the uh, if higher number of the transactions obviously the price goes up uh, in terms of uh, uh, what we charge uh, and it's like a one time like uh, for a year what we charge basically okay. From the awesome, awesome,
0: yeah, awesome. So that that is good that the user doesn't have to keep paying. So do you also help with the filing of the taxes, or is it yeah, just so, the data and then you give out the steps?
1: Uh, yeah, no. So we what we are building is actually we are building a like end to end system, uh, where we calculate your crypto taxes. Uh, if there is uh, if you are facing any error, we any problem, we provide like expert support kind of thing we also fi- help filing file your income tax returns okay uh, and what we are also planning is that uh, uh, we'll help you if let's say because what i'm expecting is that uh, lots of customers okay will receive uh, notices from the income tax department because it's the first year so uh, so we are planning to provide help to the customer even in those uh, in that basically that how do you reply or or her uh, to the notices if you receive from Income Tax Department.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah, so, you know, this is something that this kind of reminds me of uh, what Nemish had posted a few days back that, you know, he was one of the people who had received notices uh, last yeah. year or sometime, I believe. Yes, and, yes, you know, yes. uh, after, like, now, basically, it, it kind of made me also understand and I think it was a very good thread about how if, you know, you are uh, sharing the right data, uh, then yes. you, know, you can come to a uh, like a reasonable conclusion. Uh, I think yes, uh, yes. so that that was like a good uh, thread. It was very hopeful because usually yes, the perception yes. is that we get like a, a notice or something. Then you know it's like the end game.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, actually, you have to actually uh, keep another thing in mind is that uh, when, when I said that till last year no one. Actually, in my opinion, no, literally no one filed uh, their crypto uh, gains. I mean, already like less than 1% people would have filed. Okay. So now what will happen is that uh, this year you file the return. Okay. And you also need to now consider what happened in last two, if you're, let's say, trading in crypto from last three, four years. Okay. And you have not declared your income from last years, two, three years, four years, kind of. Yeah then you have to assess what happened in last few years also because uh, uh, there is more than usual chance that you will get a notice from the department and then you should not be scrambling at that point of time to collect data Uh, and uh, so that that activity I think should also happen before you file this year, uh, year return kind of so that you have at least in mind that okay this is what happened in last four years.
0: Right. Absolutely. I think uh, it, it's good to err on the side of caution here rather than get tangled up in messy situations. And it's amazing that, you know, TaxNode can really help the end user in navigating this very complex, uh, you know, area. Uh, so that yeah. that is wonderful. Now, uh, you know, moving uh, beyond um, tax notes, uh and uh, what you're build, building as a platform, how do you stay uh, updated and, you know, with the trends and with the uh, web3 space in general? Because there's always so much happening, right? What is your go-to uh, way of making sure that, you know, you are uh, staying ahead of the curve? Yeah, yeah.
1: No, so actually, I mean, uh, various publications, Twitter is obviously a wonderful resource, uh, uh, following right. uh, Nimesh, Kastif, uh, uh Nishchal, I mean, all these uh, people, I mean, there is a great source of information uh, right. there. Uh, so, so that is one way. And uh, another is that, uh, for example, I uh, not it may not be crypto, but uh, I think general like uh, uh, liberal liberal thought or liberating uh, Australian economics, which I think crypto or Bitcoin is closely related to. So Mises Institute yes. is like another one, which like generally is like very very thought-provoking articles uh, find there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right. yeah, I mean uh, similar, and obviously books uh, uh, are there andres entopolis another one comes to mind uh, really great guy uh, yes.
0: yes his content is wonderful like internet of money all the volumes uh, you know i usually recommend it to anyone who is trying to get yeah. into web3 yes so and uh, there actually yeah. another
1: one or two one or two books actually i uh, i recommend to everyone kind of i mean obviously everyone knows so, about bitcoin standard PR standard okay So there is a uh, there is a book called uh, the sovereign individual. Okay, Uh, really really wonderful book. Uh, uh, There is a book book. called there is a book called and not many people know don't know about this is there is a book called the law. Okay, Uh, I think the author's name, if I'm I'm not wrong, is like Fedrin Sebastian, something like that. Okay. 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 Uh, Again, like seventy six pages book written in like some eighteen fifty. Very, very relevant uh, even today. What's happening today across the world?
0: Wow! I'll, I'll pick it up today. Even I have not read this one. Awesome! Yeah. So uh, yeah. Th- these are like really um, fabulous recommendations. Now uh, you know, looking at the market in general, what do you feel? Uh, because you know you do have the data, and you know you're working closely with the user. So uh, there are, like, this is a question I'm sure everybody perhaps asked you a lot, but after this entire uh, taxation, uh, you know, when has when it has come in uh, into crypto and, you know, there is the tedious thing with the exchanges and all, uh, what kind of an impact have you seen in terms of the trading activity that does happen in the country?
1: So actually, uh, more than taxation, it's, I think, tedious, which is really, really hit uh, uh, very negatively and very hard, uh, basically. Uh, yeah. and uh, and the trading volumes uh, in my view is gone down by like 70-80% across exchanges okay and right. uh, actually uh, so one view is that the trading volume in centralized exchanges have gone down okay but the hmm. other view is that the large percent of the volume which is like has moved to either foreign exchanges or to decentralized exchanges or to some extent p2p and i was reading one thread about p2p how dangerous it is uh basically uh on twitter okay uh right. because the chances of fraud goes goes increases significantly so so that yeah. has also happened uh basically that right. all these three avenues foreign exchanges decentralized exchange which actually what happens is that it is working counter to the objective of the government because uh when one percent TDS came, the objective was that uh, government wants to monitor so that uh, uh all the transactions are monitored, and any if there is any unlawful activity uh, which happens, they can basically face that. But right. somehow this has become counterproductive, kind of that transactions are going somewhere government is less able to, to track.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're going, they're going under the table. Absolutely. So, you mm. know, but um how would you suggest that you know the government counter this?
1: So actually what we suggested, I mean, multiple times to the government is that the CDS should be there, but it should be like a token CDS, like 0.01%, where uh, right. you are where the government is getting the information also, but at the same time, things are not going underground, uh, basically, and it serves both the purpose. At the same time, I think it also encourages because one of the negative fallback is that of this 1% is that again, there is, it brings like some kind of that the government is looking at crypto very, very negatively and, and people are like moving away from India, basically. Okay. So, so that signaling right. also is very, very important, uh, basically. So the idea yeah, is that so you there use, is India, interesting. Yeah yeah there is a brain drain happening Ida is reduced it like 0.01% where your government mm. objective is also met and uh, at the same time it's not like seen as very very negative
0: right so in in terms of you know all of this uh, not so perhaps uh, positive news and numbers and statistics what do you feel very bullish about when it comes to uh, right now obviously we are in a bear market but what do you yeah. feel uh, will really turn the tide and you know help us in entering another bull run and what do you feel bullish about
1: so what i think is that we are uh, like uh, we are at a stage where it looks like negative but we are at a stage where hmm. every or almost all governments in the world are talking about uh, regulating whether in a positive way right. or a negative way okay
0: right
1: and in my view this cycle will may go for another let's say one year two years i don't know okay hmm. but once this cycle is over and uh, once uh, we cross this hurdle as an ecosystem okay uh, then i think uh, the real bull run or the real like, uh, what you call it, real progress, uh, like a huge progress will start into crypto or web three space.
0: I think, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. I think this is, I do feel that obviously every market has cycled and, uh, you know, there are bull runs as well as bear runs. and uh, yeah. But in crypto, obviously they become a lot sh- shorter uh, and that is essentially what is happening. But uh, I I do feel that you know if you're building the right kind of product and a platform that is solving uh, or serving the user well, uh, I think mm-hmm. those are the people that will be actually leading uh, the next bull run. Yeah, yeah. That's In right. Web3 itself, do you do you feel that you know? Uh, do you feel that you know you you are bullish towards any particular sector, or are, are you biased towards any particular sector?
1: So actually, uh, for me, I think. Uh, because obviously i don't know everything but for me i think the most important aspect if i look at any web3 project is the level of decentralization basically a it should be solving some no. problem obviously okay uh, uh and b at what is what is the plan for decentralization of that project basically every project i think at some level starts with a, a fairly centralized structure but how quickly it becomes uh, uh, decentralized, that becomes very, very important. Uh, other than that, I think what what uh, everyone at least from an investing point of view needs to keep in mind is, is that ultimately you are investing in startups, okay? If there is a new, uh, new project, Web3 project is coming, uh, they are issuing tokens and all that. Uh, so you are investing in a inherently risky project, okay? Uh, what I fundamentally believe is that most of the people are not inherently not like uh dishonest so to say but there is an inherent risk in any startup uh, and anyone who is investing in uh, a new uh, web 3 project should keep this in mind and also uh, evaluate it in a way you evaluate any new startup it, who are the founder who are the who who I mean who is there in the team uh what kind of impact it's going to happen uh, to have uh, on the ecosystem if it succeeds. So all those things uh, matters here also
0: right yeah absolutely I think due diligence is required whenever you are investing in any sector uh, you know be it crypto be it mutual funds, anything. Uh, what would be like the top five things according to you that uh, you know a user should be looking at if they are thinking of making an investment.
1: So I think first thing that the, the user should invest in Bitcoin okay that's the starting point the okay. first investment in my view should not be in any other coin other than bitcoin okay uh that is one. Second is that uh i mean i covered this point is that uh, educate yourself i mean really really educate yourself what you have been doing uh crypto inherently uh because obviously it's the the market is around 10-12 years old inherently you have to keep in mind it's a risky investment so so don't like invest only that much where you where you can want to allocate to a risky investment basically uh and within crypto also again i said that there has to be a risk allocation in terms of how much you are investing in bit, like bitcoin or ether kind of uh, projects or and how much you are investing in a in a new project basically uh, so to say where the returns can be higher, but it can go to, you have, can go to zero also. Uh, so risk management again yes. uh, becomes a very very important uh, uh, part.
0: Absolutely, risk management is very important. And those are like lovely pieces uh, of uh, suggestions for the user. And no, don't don't trade uh, and don't yeah. trade on
1: le- leverage if you're not a professional. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. I mean, obviously, they are are,
1: are professionals who, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're a professional, that's a separate story. But if you're an average investor, uh, uh, kind of, it's not your full time job, you're investing your hard earned money, then uh, don't invest on leverage.
0: Absolutely. I think that is something so important because, uh, you know, trading is a full time job. And people uh, think that, okay, they can just get into it and uh, they can learn the ropes very quickly. And they start, uh, it's it's like, okay, so trading in a way is always like educated gambling. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, I, I think that uh, we should leave it to yeah. full-time traders rather than, uh, you know, for people who already have full-time jobs because you cannot possibly make time to study the charts so much and make informed decisions. Yeah, yeah. So uh, kind of doubling down on what I'm going back to the decentralized aspect of platforms, which is what you like. uh tax nodes is uh, obviously a centralized platform and how do you ensure the security of the uh, data that you know you are uh, getting for the users
1: yeah so so obviously we i mean in a way uh, as of now at least uh, what tax node is like a more like a web 2 kind of thing which is serving web 3 right. basically right. okay right. Uh, and uh, so so obviously i mean we take all those precautions in terms of uh, uh, encrypting the data and uh, 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 and basically using dual uh, servers uh, and all that. Okay, to to make mm-hmm. sure that uh, the customer data is uh, is protected, which is obviously very very important. Uh, kind of, right. uh, but but I mean it's, it, we have to keep in mind that it's like at least as of now it's more of a we are like a ancillary or like a helping we are giving helping hand to web three space.
0: Right. Yes, absolutely. I think it's a very useful service. And I'm sure that this is like a question that would be there in your end user's mind. Uh, so I wanted to bring it uh, so that you know they can have that uh, yeah, particular yeah. concern addressed. Uh, yes. so tell us a little about uh, you know the team uh, that is building tax nodes and uh, how how large is it and what is perhaps the next big milestone that you guys are looking at.
1: Yeah. So basically we, we the current team size is around 20. Uh, uh, okay. and obviously most of it is uh, uh is uh, tech team uh, we have a wonderful uh, uh cto called Kartikin okay uh, he okay. has uh, uh, great experience and he had he had run some startup on, on of his own also okay so 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 that's about the team uh, obviously during this peak period we will be during let's say may june july which is a peak period we'll be obviously uh uh, hiring some CAs, uh, CA firms to help us navigate okay. all these uh, professionals basically on a short-term basis. Okay, but long-term, yeah. like uh, around twenty people. Uh, after this season, let's say uh, July August, uh, basically, uh, there are like three, two, three different paths I can think of right now, and obviously it depends on various things. So, uh, one is that uh, essentially what we have built is built is an international product i mean uh crypto right. is same across the world what is so from a technological point of view it's the same product okay uh right. what we have to change is is the taxation layer on top of it which is maybe like 20 percent right. of the work okay so 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 one of the uh path forward is to go international start look at one or two of the markets two, one, two, three markets and go and launch there okay uh, so so that's one path another path is that uh, go more into like a supporting the ecosystem in the sense support uh, more for supporting exchanges for example uh, we, we talked about compliance regulation okay uh mm-hmm. okay uh, for example one of the area which i think uh is close to my heart is that that protection of customer funds any like mid-level exchange literally has like hundreds of millions of customer funds okay uh mm-hmm. do they have Systems and processes in place to ensure that uh, uh, the protection of customer funds. Okay, again, it's an area um, where I feel uh, significant amount of work needs to be done. Uh, basically, right. uh, So, so that's another path uh, I believe.
0: Okay, awesome. So, yeah, there are basically two ways in which you know you you guys can grow uh, moving to. Uh, and providing services in different countries and and it can be both also actually yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. uh you know that that is wonderful uh so in you know for uh, our listeners so I, I have actually two questions now so if if somebody is listening in and they are perhaps a CA how can they look at uh you know applying for a role in your company and joining your team?
1: Yeah. So, uh, so obviously they can come they can, uh, uh, they can send us an email, uh, kind of, or me LinkedIn message to me. Uh, we have okay. a uh, email ID called HR at Techno.com. Uh, they can apply there. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, one point here is that, uh, and this is, I think I missed is that I'm, I'm a CEO, I'm an accounting professional. And, uh, uh, I think, CAs also needs to learn a lot. I mean, they have been, in my view, very, very conservative into entering crypto. Okay. Right. Uh, right. So they also they need their to own learn baggage, right? yeah, yeah, they have their own baggage, baggage, kind of. So so I think uh, that it will be really, really wonderful if as a professions, chartered accountants uh, start taking interest uh, into, uh, into this space, start learning about it. Because my view is like, next 20, 30, 40 years, uh, uh, this is the industry to be
0: in. Absolutely, I think I completely concur, and I do feel that you know these um, older professions—they uh, you know have—they uh, they do have uh, a certain amount of baggage that they come with. Have you ever considered uh, like talking to the ICAI body and incorporating uh, Web three as one of the modules,
1: or is that so, is
0: that something like that has ever crossed your mind?
1: So, actually, there is some work which is happening at ICA level, uh, basically. Okay. Uh, they are coming, but it's more of an accounting point of view. For example, they, they came up with a guidance note on uh, uh, when the government uh, uh, basically came up maybe the tax law, there is a very like 70, 80 page document, uh, guidance note of, uh, on crypto taxation. So, they are doing some work, but I think
0: uh,
1: there's a significant amount of scope which is uh, 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 where they can work a lot. Kind of actually i can i want right. to like uh, there is one small story actually i mean this like very very interesting kind of uh, uh, sure, about, please do uh share. See, yeah so so like like two months back around uh, i think one and a half months back i uh, i got a call i was in singapore i was coming to india like on sunday friday i got a call from right. uh, uh from someone i knew he's a chartered accountant and uh, they said that uh, they are talking to a crypto exchange for an audit uh, basically okay and hmm. uh, uh, so, I uh, said, why don't you come and uh, spend some time with us, kind of. So, uh, so although Saturday was a holiday, I said that, okay, like, let me come and spend like four or five hours uh, with him and his team. Okay. And uh, uh, literally, I mean, and obviously, I mean, uh, literally, it's a very old firm, kind of, okay, uh, right. in Singapore. And okay. literally, like the, uh, obviously... One thing is that very little knowledge about crypto, uh, but mm. more worrying was that uh, still the uh, the belief that crypto is just speculation, okay, uh, it's nothing mm. but air, kind of, okay. Uh, right. So that belief is still there, I mean, say, okay, we have to do an audit, but uh, in any case, like, it doesn't mean anything, kind of, Bitcoin is not backed by anything so uh, and and then when you talk to those senior people who have been in the in the profession for like 30 40 50 years okay and you realize that uh, still like we are very very early i mean uh, uh, in terms of yeah. uh, being in the industry in terms of uh, 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 opportunity to spread knowledge uh, uh, kind of it's still early yeah no i
0: i totally concur you know so i'll add my uh, little anecdote here as well so recently we did like an event in iit delhi okay and it's like the premier tech institute one of the premier tech institutes of the country and the students hmm. there with they were actually cs students but nevertheless their understanding of crypto something something as simple as setting up a metamask was yeah. just not there and that was yeah. very. It was surprising, also. But then you know, I kind of expected it also at some level. But nevertheless, I think I still feel surprised because you know, you expect students um, and youngsters to be more curious, right? To yeah. be looking at uh, these newer technologies and have a way with them. Somehow, mm. uh, you know, the discourse has become so shallow that <laughs> the youth yeah. in the country is very aware of you know the new reel or the new content creator and the new app. Uh, that enables yeah. them to, you know, make that content, but they are not looking at even in their own field to go a little deeper. It's all superficial. It's all at yeah. the surface level. It's all textbook, which is very sad. And it made me realize that, you know, we are so early, like I've been hmm. in Web3 since 2012. Like it wasn't even yeah. called Web3 then. I was just yeah. mining some coins, right, in 2012. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it, it's been uh, more than 10 years now. And Hmm. uh, then to think that, you know, I feel that, okay, probably I get in my own echo chamber and I get all, uh, you know, smug that, okay, now it's been so long. So a lot of people would know what I'm talking about, but uh, to have students of a premier tech institute being so bamboozled by a MetaMask setup uh, was really Hmm. surprising to me. And, you know, that made me realize it's so early. We are just so damn early.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. In in terms of, you know, it's it's kind of, um, I think it comes on to us only uh, as people who are uh, making products in the space to uh, create more content uh, around Hmm. Web3 and, you know, why it is an important technology. Uh, Because I feel that a lot of people are still not looking, uh, you know, and they owe it to themselves to at least uh, try Hmm. the tech and try the uh, technology a little bit. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously, absolutely. Uh, And uh, as I said that, uh, uh, I firmly believe that uh, uh, Web3 space is going to change everything. Uh, It's going to be much more than, let's say, internet, so to say. Uh, It's technology of the present and technology of the future, uh, so to say. And uh, everyone, I think, in my view, in whatever profession they are, to spend some time to understand about it. And especially if you want to really work in this space, then uh, really, really go deep and understand the fundamentals, basically. Why Bitcoin, for example? Uh,
0: uh. Absolutely. I think it's, you know, I that is what I tell people. I think everybody owes it to themselves to at least look at this technology, uh, you know, try to understand it a little bit because A, I... Truly believe that if you try to understand the technology, you fall in love with the technology, there is no going back. And B, I also believe that, like the internet, uh, blockchain is like the second greatest equalizer. So, yeah. you know, you, you must, you don't right now in this day and age, you can't sit and be like, okay, I'm not interested um, mm. in the internet, right? Mm, and yeah. hope to perhaps grow uh, as a human being, professionally, personally. But, and in a similar fashion, I believe that, you know, five years down the line, uh or perhaps sooner because in web3 things move really fast they, it would be impossible for an individual to say that okay i don't know anything about web3 and not come across looking like a complete and incomplete.
1: yeah yeah that's right
0: so in terms of okay so now going back to the other question that i had uh you talked about like uh the growth of the company will come in two ways uh, like countries and obviously exchanges so what uh would be like a Good way for uh, these potential partners to get in touch with you, and uh, what what kind of partners are you looking at? Are you just looking at exchanges, or are you looking at uh, wallets as well, Uh, or are there any other categories that you're considering, uh, you know, like marketplaces and all for NFTs? Uh, what would be an ideal uh, partner, potential partner for you, and how do they get in touch with you?
1: So, actually, there uh, there are two like different kind of partners. One, as I said, one is like. Exchanges, or let's say if you're building an NFT ecosystem or a decentralized exchange, okay, or right. uh, wallets like MetaMask and all that, okay. Uh, huh. So, one way is that obviously uh, we can integrate with them, uh, we can educate their customers, so to say, uh, uh, so we can provide them content uh, about taxation because this is taxation is one ar- aspect which will touch all these things, okay. Uh, Right. So that's one kind of partnership, uh, uh, hmm. and se- on the second side, obviously we are t- we are trying to tie with the uh, with the professional, which is like chartered accountants uh, who understand the law, who understand uh, uh, how tax works. Okay, and educate right. them about crypto. Okay, they 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 already know about tax law and everything. Uh, how hmm. crypto fits into into all these all, all these things. Okay. Uh, Because, again, I believe that uh, CA profession, when they start understanding this, they can be a very, very big uh, brand ambassador for this ecosystem. So we need to tap them, we need to educate them, and we need to bring them on board, basically. So that's the second, I think, uh, uh, second avenue uh, of building partnerships.
0: Right. And how do you, uh, like, how would you encourage these potential partners who are listening on to this podcast to get in touch with you? Yeah. So, I mean, my, my email ID is
1: Aminash at textnotes.com. Uh, you can send an email, we can set up a call, uh, really, really happy to work. Uh, uh, because what I believe is that if you want to understand about crypto and this I'm specifically mm-hmm. talking about, uh, the, uh, my professional colleagues, uh, I think if you're talking to another CA like me, okay, it gives some kind of uh, comfort uh, uh, rather than let's say if you're talking to a crypto native who's not an accountant, I mean, uh, the right. so language becomes slightly different.
0: <laughs> so, right, yeah. No, absolutely. So that's like doctors talking to each other or you know, a doctor talking to a patient, right? So when you don't yeah. come from the profession, they will have to explain it differently to you. So, and, yeah, and there yeah. is a certain level of comfort that comes in, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. Uh, so, you know, we are running, obviously, a little out of time, but I would uh, love to uh, close this by asking you a question that I ask everybody, uh, whoever comes on the uh, podcast, if somebody is peering in from Web2 and trying to perhaps get into Web3 or is curious about Web3, what would yeah. be your top two suggestions for them to start living on blockchain?
1: So I think number one is, uh, and I think number one, because if you don't invest, uh, uh, hmm. your money, hard hardened money, your curiosity will not be there. So a right. buy maybe hundred rupees, 200 500 rupees, whatever, or Bitcoin and ether. Okay. Uh, that for me, the number one step, uh, right. second, second is I think, uh, uh I mean, obviously, there are recommended books. We talked about it. Uh, the Bitcoin Standard, yeah, yeah. uh, Internet of uh, Money. Uh, uh, listen to all these uh, crypto influencers, Andres and Okay. Uh, right. so, 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 I mean, edu- try to educate, try to study. Uh, study. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, third thing, basically, I think is that... Uh, Really, really trying to set up like, for example, try to set up a hardware wallet or MetaMask wallet. Okay. Uh, Try to send, to test transfers from one wallet to another wallet. Okay. So that, I mean, I remember when I transferred my first crypto from the sheer joy of uh, basically realizing that. It's like a totally permissionless network. You don't need anyone's permission. It's totally peer to peer. Uh that is right. a, a that realization actually doesn't come by reading books, uh, so to say.
0: That is true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. You, you know, it's 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 uh it's kind of you can't compare it because you know if that's the experience of it. I mean you actually experience it firsthand, uh then yeah. uh, you know it's again, it's it's makes you fall in love with the technology a little more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think these three things uh, are the initial steps for anyone should take.
0: I think uh, those are really wonderful suggestions. Uh, thank you so much once again, Avinash, uh, for taking all the time to speak to me and uh, giving such wonderful insights to our listeners. Uh, any parting thoughts before we wrap this up? No, I think, uh,
1: uh, thanks, thanks, uh, Tarusha, for inviting me here. Uh, uh, I think uh, we are privileged uh, in a way, uh, both you and me, to actually stumble upon uh, this space so early. Uh, Absolutely.
0: Uh,
1: uh, and uh, second is that I think uh, uh, this technology is going to change, uh, change. I mean everything, kind of. It's going to change the way we live, the way we transact with each other. I think it is. One technology, which, uh, I mean, internet in a way democratized communication. Okay. Uh, And towards that goal, I should democratizing everything kind of uh, web three will play a very, very significant role where uh, the opportunity, which is available to whether someone is uh sitting in uh tier two tier three town in india or in africa africa uh the equalization of opportunity i think uh which it, this technology will give that that i think uh will really really uh, increase the uh, the level of basically everyone in the society
0: I totally agree. I think I can't control more. I feel like blockchain is the second greatest equalizer after the internet and uh, it it's gonna change everything uh, and I, I do think that is why I keep saying that you know you owe it to yourself to learn a little bit more about the technology.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Thank you so much, Avinash once again for uh, taking out uh, this time and all the best for what you're building at tax nodes. I am sure that uh, we'll link it up in our description and uh, our Listeners would be uh, pretty happy about signing on and making their tax worries a thing of the past by signing up on tax notes. Thank you. So yeah, thanks. Thanks, thanks, thank, Rusha. Thanks.